This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about corruption. We're going to talk about disinformation. We're going to talk about how everybody seems to hate each other. We're going to get to the bottom of all these things. And I think you're going to enjoy it. So, crack a beer. Get comfortable, and let's get into it. All right. So, basically, what I'm thinking is, I listen to, you know, like talk radio and all these things, Glenn Beck or, you know, Sean Hannity or Mark Levin or Rush Limbaugh or any of these guys, and I hear one set of facts presented to me, or we call them facts. They state that they're facts. And then, and so I get one perception of the world. Perspective. Perspective. Good good call there. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm like, all right, this is how things are and and this is whatever. Now, from what I see in my world, I'm like, oh, it's obvious that, you know, all these people are lying to me. There's corruption. There's people trying to, you know, steal elections, trying to you know, defraud the, uh, the American dream. Now I see it as all these, uh, 
you know, people are working against the Constitution and all the fearless uh, Republicans are out there, you know, saving the day and whatever. Then that's not really what I believe. I'm just saying that's what's presented to me. Mm-hmm. Um, then I flip over to CNN and I hear none of the same facts. I hear, in fact, quite the contrary. Oh, there's all kinds of information that Trump was colluding with Russia and working with all these crazy people and everyone's lying and they were trying to, you know, sabotage Hillary and stealing emails and, you know, all kinds of craziness going on over there. And they completely contradict. And I got to tell you, whatever news I choose to listen to, I'm going to believe that the other side is outright criminals trying to sabotage our country. Whether I'm a Democrat listening to CNN mm-hmm. or a Republican sitting, you know, conservative, whatever, listening to, you know, talk radio. Right. And I hear, oh, my Lord, the other people are doing these. And the thing is, the way the case is presented on both sides it's blatantly obvious that there's corruption and whatever, but then you listen to the facts presented or left out on the other side, and it's blatantly obvious that, you know, there's corruption and scandal going on. And I feel like forces may be working to kind of create hate and discontent, if you will. I'm wondering some of your thoughts on that, Kevin. Well, I mean, uh, has that been your experience? Yeah, it seems like um, seems like no matter where you go, there's always an agenda, right? There's no news station that you can switch to where you get the news, where you get facts, you get no. you know information about what's happening. You get perspective on facts, or you get uh, what people think is happening, or what people are saying and- is happening. This whole fucking tax plan is ridiculously... <sighs> It's it's very basic and simple, and everybody's trying to complicate it, saying that they're robbing from the the middle class and they're they're taxing the poor. Everybody's taxes are going to go up except for rich people, which is obviously not true if you read through any of the tax report. But who knows? How do you know unless you read eight hundred pages worth of tax law? Nobody's going to do that. Exactly. Um. I mean, you know, they talk about well, you know, it's going to raise taxes. Uh, you know, our originally. All right, we'll go back six months. They were saying, well, it's not going to affect the deficit at all because they they completely gave up on the theory. Like even though they claim to be Republican and and conservative minded, they gave up on the idea that if we lower taxes, more jobs will be created. People will have more money to spend. Mm -hmm. Therefore, more tax dollars will be collected from the extra income coming in, income tax, uh-huh. and the extra taxes coming in from sales tax and things like that. Mm-hmm. However, we gave up on that theory. They don't even believe that exists anymore. It, it may have worked under Reagan, but that was yeah. probably a myth and somebody made that up. So then they said, all right, so what we have to do is we have to come up with a tax plan where now work with me. We lower every single person's taxes. Everybody pays less, and yet it doesn't decrease the money coming into the yeah. That's coffers. Not, that's not how it works, though. It's not how math works. That's not how math works. 
And that's where they're like, oh, it lowers everyone's taxes. And I'm like, well, it can't really lower everyone's taxes Mm -hmm. and then have. So then you get into fine, like crazy semantics where, well, it lowers your taxes, but then it raises your deduction limits or, you know, lowers your deduction limits. Right. So you're paying more there. So now you're just playing word games with me and messing with Mm -hmm. my head. Right, and you're paying less of this type of tax get, and more of that type of tax. Where you get a lot of this. Now, I think the end result, wherever they're at now, and I know it's all changing, and by the time this is, you know, drops, maybe, uh, you know, this tax thing will be passed and whatever. doesn't matter. We're, we're not here to talk about the tax plan. We're just using it as an example mm-hmm. of perspective. You know, it's all who you are and where you're sitting but everybody wants to show you one set of facts that may be absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, your actual tax bracket for being, you know, a up to $30,000 income earner is now going to be 2% less than whatever. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean dollar for dollar that you're going to be paying 2% less. Right. And that's where you get into these games. Mm-hmm. And then you get somebody else who's like, well, it's going up because you're getting screwed here, you're getting screwed there, mm-hmm. and it's just semantics. And then it takes into account, well, do we believe that if we lower the corporate tax rate and people come back from you know, Indian, uh, keeping your money yeah. in Ireland or India or all these other places where they have lower corporate tax rates mm-hmm. and they bring that money back to America and start p- spending it, just the fact that they bring the money back to America, even if they don't spend it, they will then be paying the 21%, which is better than 0%. Right. So that in turn is bringing money back, but they're not counting that, you know, as mm-hmm. like, is it going to lower or raise? Right. Because you can't count on things that haven't happened. Right. And, you know, you can't guarantee will happen. So it's a big game. It's a big mess. But this is my problem. Um, there was a guy Goebbels back in uh, Nazi German Germany. He was one of the uh, propaganda specialists. Right. And I, I think the I guess the reason I wanted to talk about this on our podcast. I know you're like, whoa, why are we getting all like political and whatever when it's the survival and you know badass podcast? Well, the idea is it, it's about survival. It's about taking care of you and your family. It's about longevity. It's about your country being intact so your family's not on the run when, you know, it collapses. And you don't want your economy to collapse because we're all poor. And guess what? If we all turn against each other and have civil war, that's going to affect your survival. Mm-hmm. Um, these things matter. Right. Uh, so where I was going is this guy Goebbels was basically a propaganda specialist and he was able to convince large groups of people, Hey, you all need to think this way because these are the scenarios. And he would use events and different things that happened. He was kind of a genius, if you will, of turning events that happen into the favor of the government's agenda. Mm -hmm. And in a big way, that's what's happening in America Mm -hmm. and a lot of people right and left, it's not really one or the other, whatever. I mean, I know everyone's like, well, fake news and 
the media and we get all, you know, caught up in whatever. But it is so hard to discern what the truth is when you look out there and, and see what's going on to get to the bottom of the facts. Because um, we're not there. We're not everywhere. You know, you have all these people accusing everybody of sex crimes and, oh, this person did this to me and this person did that. And, you know, oh, if you vote for them, that means you approve raping women and, you know, God knows what. It's just insanity. Mm -hmm. But you don't know. I mean, I, Kevin, do you know if, uh, what was it, Judge Moore there uh, was molesting young girls? Do, do you have? I don't have any, any don't have direct any evidence. factual no. evidence? No. I don't. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he did it, and he may have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards he probably did. The guy was kind of a dirtbag. Yeah. He was not my go-to candidate. Uh-huh. But I know that there's a lot of other questionable things that the Douglas guy who won, yeah. I don't want to support, and I find just as reprehensible. Mm-hmm. I know you're like, well, you know, what's more reprehensible than going after little girls and what, whatever, you know, mm. I, I'm not into arguing semantics, but right. I, if you're like, oh, well, I could never vote for a guy who did that with Judge Moore. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. We all have to get to the bottom of what, what is the truth? Mm -hmm. um, you know, how do we, how do we discern that? How do we sift through the whole thing. And I, I don't think I can really give you the answers as to how we're going to actually sift through all this stuff. But I can tell you that don't hate your neighbor. Don't hate your brothers when you get together with people at Christmas and, and things like that and be like, you know, I don't like you because you voted for Obama or you voted for Trump and this is unreasonable and this is all your fault. Well, the thing is, People are presented a totally different set of information. Mm -hmm. And you just have to be aware that, you know, where are they coming from? And the facts seem so obvious. You see, you feel like, oh, yeah, it's Clearly. so clear right. that there's corruption. You know, I know 100% that Hillary had fake, you know, or email servers that she kept from the government. She was making deals with, uh, whatever the uranium one or whatever mm -hmm. and selling stuff to whatever. And your, your friend who's watching CNN, it's like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. There is no absolute proof of this. Right. There is no, and I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I, I could tell you that Hillary rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> and when I see her talk, I'm just like, no, I'm not buying it. Mm -hmm. But I don't have the proof. I haven't seen this stuff. Mm -hmm. And as much as, you know, the people I, I listen to and, and enjoy and get entertainment from, as much as they make arguments and, and sell points to me, I, I want to accept most of it is true. But I see these other people on TV and they're selling their whole game just as convincing to their people. Mm -hmm. Um. One thing I, I know I brought up lately uh, or recently, one of the previous podcasts is, uh, in my mind, um, I, I feel like a lot of the left wing or, or liberal or you know democratic ideas are very emotion based, mm -hmm. and I try and be logic and fact based. 
Right. But again, they, they seem to have a different set of facts. So I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, man. So my point is, I think you guys need to have a little forgiveness, some understanding for your fellow man. Mm-hmm. And realize we all want the same end goals. And I know more and more we get, it seems there's hatred and, and anger at each other. And people are out to get me and they're out to get, you know, whatever. It, it, we keep getting more and more closed off. And maybe single issue and single, you know, things. the world keeps getting narrower and narrower. Um Nobody wants to interact or tolerate anything that is outside of their belief. And they're even unwilling to look, you know, Mm -hmm. outside themselves. And I just think, you know, more and more try and kind of have an open heart. Yeah. And just kind of be a little bit willing to like, hey, you know, where are we coming from? You Mm -hmm. know, what's, you know, talk to me about what you've seen. You know, what what is it that makes you believe this? And. Don't be so quick to judge that, oh, it's obvious. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's this. Because it's not, you're not both looking at the same set of facts and coming to completely opposite conclusions. Right. They're painting completely different pictures. You're both seeing something totally different. Mm Mm-hmm. Somebody watching, you know, yeah, one I'd, set of news and, and watching the yeah, other. And I'd recommend if you're a, a diehard Fox News supporter and you watch it every single morning, Fox and Friends, that's your jam, while you oh. drink your coffee, maybe once a week, switch it up. Well, I got to tell you. If you're CNN. Fox News and CNN do seem to be getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Well, there's. <laughs> They're coming to a head. There's, um, there's MSNBC, there's Breitbart, there's all sorts of places where you can get your news. Spread it out a little bit. Spread it out a little bit. But again, take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. A little... And if you find yourself, as a Democrat, believing that everything all the way down the party line you agree with wholeheartedly, or as a Republican, you look at the Republican ticket and all their ideals, you support every one of them and agree with every one of them, you need to change your perspective a little bit. Well, because there's not very many people that that deep down inside believe exactly everything right along the Republican Party line. Mm, yeah. Got to have a few well, uh, a few questions I, there. I, what's more concerning is I feel there's a lot more people that are completely capable of admitting that even though they're conservative libertarian, the Republican Party makes some horrible decisions mm-hmm. um, and does not represent the majority of the right wing, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think a lot of people could agree with that. I don't know if Democrats feel the same way. I don't know if Democrats are like, yeah, you know, three quarters of my party's really messed up right now. They, The ones I talk to all seem to be mm-hmm. right in line. Yeah. Um, that scares that me a, a little bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But whereas I talk to a lot of Republicans, they're like, yeah, this one, that one. And some are more my way and some are more another way. Mm-hmm. But they're not in line with, you know, the party. Um, right. You know, I, I'm a lot more, you know, libertarian free will. Like if you're the Democrat and you're like, whoa, Chuck, you know, Mitch McConnell's an idiot. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I can come to agreement with you on that. Uh-huh. And then you're like, well, what about, you know, you're more conservative. Like you probably like Paul Ryan and ooh, yeah, not yeah. so much. 
You know, Paul Ryan scares the hell out of me. He's he's not that cool. Mm. Now he did like Rage Against the Machine. Now, however, Rage did they not. They did like not like him. him. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's you know, teach his own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of what I have to say as far as uh. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff coming out here. Um, a lot of people are talking about corruption, about investigating investigations, and all that sort of stuff. My opinion is, you know, the more times you catch somebody being shady and being an asshole, the better. You know, it's not a, a lot of people think of it as as a negative thing that Americans are not going to not trust their government if too many scandals come out at once. The scandals are happening whether they get caught or not. So it's better. So to me, anytime. I'm I'm happy about it anytime somebody gets caught being shady. You know, a lot of these people that that we have elected to Congress yes. and the Senate and to the Senate and uh, a lot of the heads uh, department heads of agencies and and different groups, you know, a lot of them are decent, intelligent people that want the best for their country. But a lot of them are are greedy, power-hungry assholes. And it's, I kind of uh, feel like there's more greedy, power-hungry assholes. Yeah, yeah, I do too. You kind of feel that yep. way. Now, that doesn't mean that's true, but mm-hmm. that seems to be the consensus around among the general population. Yeah, I mean, if everybody in in Congress and the Senate um, got voted out this next session, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Right, right. You know, like, if we started fresh yeah, with a whole another know, group people of people. People talk about like, oh, you know, my uh, my ex-girlfriend, whatever. I wouldn't want to see her get hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how bad I'd feel if Congress got rolled over by a bus. <laughs> you know, I'd uh-huh. be whatever. Uh, what I'm saying is not that I would ever promote violence or any of this nonsense. My point is. I have so little love and faith in these people. Mm-hmm. I know I vote against my senators and congressmen every chance I get, and it doesn't seem to make a difference. No. They're in there for life. They're you in know? there for life. So, well, what can yeah, you do about no, that? They, until we, until we, the FBI and starts busting like, people. Well, you should call your congressman. You should call your senator. You know what? Yeah, I don't they know don't if really I call mine. There. Yeah, I, I actually believe it or not, Hillary Clinton was mm-hmm. our. Uh, our senator not that long ago. Um, I mean, the scheme of things, I'm getting older. What can I tell yeah. you? And I, I send Hillary this letter, you know, oh, you know, I really think this. And me, the prepping badass, uh-huh. she was sends me a letter, says, I really am glad we see eye to eye on this. <laughs> uh-huh. And I really want to thank you for your support. And I'm like, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. <laughs> I'm like, wait, no. No, so but there's like a handbook, that, though. I feel you know, that I they so all get. I wish I'd saved that letter. I think, I, I think I saw it not that long ago. Like my mom sent it to me. Oh, remember this? <laughs> said it, and it was like a letter from Hillary. And I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. But I think there's like a handbook with uh, with those calls. People getting those, you know, the yeah. aids and things like. You know, mirror parallel their their moral beliefs, right? And you know that sort of thing. Just say, yeah, that's you have a good point. Yeah, you're real, that's really well thought out. All right, bye, bye now. Click. Hello. <laughs> yeah, well, they will take that into consideration. Yeah. Now get right on and that. They will do the exact opposite. How much did you donate to my campaign this year? Oh, less than twenty thousand. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I'm going to be able to help you mm-hmm. this time. Um. But when you have more money, feel free to call back. 
Yep. That's we actually uh, we had a guy uh, Chris Gibson for a uh, a congressman, and he actually was a really decent guy. Um, again, I don't know how great. I just know he voted in line with what I wanted uh-huh. quite a few times. And he replaced Maurice Hinchy, who was absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that was kind of cool for me. But then now we have a Republican who's a complete moron. Yeah. Who is just as corrupt as anybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's New York. So what do you want? Yeah. Yeah, they're all pretty but dirty it's, here. But you hate that you go from somebody really pretty good uh-huh. and he didn't get caught in a scandal and he mm-hmm. didn't do anything. He just was like, yeah, I'm done. Wasn't having sex with dudes in airport bathrooms. You know, he's Wasn't like, I'm just done with taking it. Taking money. And he moves on. And then we get, you know, the same corruption nonsense that New York always gets. Yeah. And yeah. he's holding on to it uh, as well as he can now. Yeah, the new well, guy. he's not getting letting go. Faso yep. is the, the guy's name. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I get calls I, from I from no. his campaign Do all the time. Yeah, I mean, when in, in, me in election money. years, yeah, I get uh, I get letters now from uh, Gillibrand took over uh, Hillary or Hillary's seat, mm-hmm. and so she sends me letters. I know you've been a big supporter <laughs> since way back. Yep. <laughs> really, I know you like me so, and I'm like, no, stop! I didn't like you. I said I hate what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I have a big problem with this. Yeah, but you called. You called the office at I one point to tell me how much you didn't like me, so I, I'm I assuming. Like we have a connection. Yeah. Some kind of bond there. But, but back to, you know, where I was earlier here is, you know, don't let the system decide who we are as a people. And I think that's where, where I want to take this is just let your – character and your values and what you really believe define who you are Mm -hmm. and don't get caught up in party and this and that and i'm a republican i'm a no well one we're american Mm -hmm. you know what sets america apart from the rest of the world you know what defines us Mm -hmm. and that's where you know i look to like the constitution and the these in our foundings and our origins but now i know we're not that anymore we're not the same thing we used to be. and But there are a set of principles, a set of values that as a people we used to believe in. And mm-hmm. I would like to think that a majority still believe in. You know, it's not all what we see in Hollywood or on TV and whatever. And I just hate that everybody gets so caught up and angry and emotional when most people are decent. You know, I, I mean, I do talk to people who completely are on the opposite end of the spectrum with me. And, you know, we can have civil conversations and discussions. Right, and even agree on a lot of things. Less and less of what I I feel it should be. But, yeah, you know, we can come to terms on things because we all want things. You know, nobody wants babies to go hungry and people to starve. Right. Nobody wants that. Yeah. I just have a completely different approach in my mind of how I would do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is, well, I don't want to give out free stuff because we do this, this, and this that get us there. Right. Or, you know, whatever. And it's not like one policy is like, a, well, we have to do that now because we messed it up so bad over here. Mm-hmm. And people don't look at the root of it. Everything is looking at the symptoms and mm-hmm. I don't know. 
you know, oh, we can't cut taxes because, you know, I don't want the debt to go up. Well, guess what? I don't want the debt to go up either. Mm -hmm. But what my plan was, which is the complete opposite of the Republicans' plan, right. would be like cut spending, cut spending, make uh -huh. government smaller, put the responsibility back in the people's hands, mm -hmm. and then take less of my money. Right. But they, that doesn't seem That's to be not any how it direction works. we're heading. No, no. It's uh, the more they can take, the more they can take care of us. So I know I've been pretty cool. I haven't dumped a big political episode on you guys in a long time. Mm. I, mean, I think you're going back about 50 episodes since the last time I uh, dropped the big uh, Chuck's opinion of the world kind of thing. Right. So you got to give me a little bit of a pass. You know, I keep it bottled up a little bit. <laughs> It's a rage that's boiling rage just under the surface. Boiling, you know, and if I don't let a little off every now and again, uh -huh. then, uh, you know, then it might get bad. Mm -hmm. So we don't want it to get bad. New York has strict gun laws. There's a lot of things I have to conform to. So mm -hmm. with that, we have to uh, keep things calm and vent a little bit every now and again. All right. Uh, shifting gears a little bit. Oh. oh. Um, winter's rolling in. And uh, I think a lot of us have to uh, think about uh, addressing our uh, survival bags that we keep inside our vehicle. Okay. So it might be uh, time to kind of uh, pull that guy out, take a look through it. And uh, there are a few items here. I got a, a basic list of, of things that you might want to have um, specifically for your winter, winter, winter gear. Okay. And you'll see some of this stuff overlaps and probably what you already have in there. Um Think, so uh, a little prepping for yeah, the survival prepping. basic badass podcast. Yep. All right. Uh, now, personally, I carry a snow shovel in my vehicle oh. during this time of year, probably about fifty percent of the time, depending on Maybe the weather forecast salt. and that sort of stuff. Um, good idea to get that. Uh, make sure you've got a, a good windshield scraper. You know, the one with the little broom and the and the whole nine yards. Keep um, your windshield washer fluid topped off. That's right. Possibly. That's right. right. You want to have to make sure that you've got a good. Uh, I was hitting mine the other day, and it was freezing up on the windshield. It was cold enough, so you might have to uh, upgrade to a little bit more of a winter mix. All right. Um, flashlight. You might want to check your batteries if you got one in there already. Uh, throw an extra package of batteries in there. Uh, Battery-powered radio. It's good to have handy. Uh, emergency uh, energy bars. Uh, small candles. That's just a... Uh, you know, if you get trapped in the snow in a blizzard and your car's off the road and nobody's really going to see and you can't really make it out to walk because the visibility's so poor, it's nice to have a, a way that you can heat your car without poisoning yourself with carbon monoxide. You know, if you're buried in snow, that those fumes might not necessarily be going away from your car. Um, matches and lighters, extra hats and gloves, first aid kit, tow, train, tow chain or straps, uh, blankets or sleeping bags, something to keep you warm if you do get stuck in your car. Uh, road salt, kitty litter, something like that to give yourself traction if you're just uh, on a patch of ice and can't really and get moving. And if you want to poo and bury it, kitty litter. Kitty litter, right. All right. Um, jumper cables. Now, probably most of us have jumper cables, um, but, you know, it's, it's something America, to keep an eye. Yeah. Maybe less people than you think. Yeah, it's a, something to throw in your trunk and have with you. Um Emergency flares. You don't want to be, uh, you know, stuck stuck in the snow someplace and have somebody uh, coming along at sixty miles an hour and rear end you. Yes. Um, and uh, 
they're a fluorescent distress flags. Those things are pretty handy, uh, especially when headlights hit them. They they light up pretty well. Okay. Uh, so that's a like a basic list of stuff. Uh, you might want to you know just take your bag out now that the weather's changing. You know, if you're in Florida, you could probably disregard most of that, but you know. You might want to keep the kitty litter because you might come across still, a stray yeah. cat. Whatever. You never know. You never know. Um, so that's basically it. Just wanted to hit on that real quick as the uh, cold weather's setting in. Now we, we kind of cash in on that. We covered some good prepper topic there. Yeah, not just angry Chuck ranting. Not just angry Chuck. <laughs> that hurts. You know, I have feelings. I'm a sensitive man. I know you are. I know you. It's all, all right. It's all right. All right. As long as we're clear. So with that, Stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. Ooh.